Dwellers, and welcome back to Franchise Schmanchise. You were waiting for me to start. That was kind of a uh, long, awkward pause. I am your host, Jeff Bell, again, and apparently there are motorcyclists outside my apartment. The gang. Oh, I live in the bad part of town. Mm -hmm. I don't live in the bad part of town. (gasps) You know what we should do? What? Call Mahoney. We should call Mahoney. He might be able to come down here right away and help us protect my side of town to make it a better part of town. We will not be the other precinct. Weird segue. Anyways, we are back again having watched Police Academy 3. What is this one? Back to training or back in training or citizen? This is not citizen. No, no. Citizen of Patrol is next. This That's is the back next in one, training. right? Okay. Yep, back in training. <laughs> back in training. Thank you. Wow. Yay! I looked up this information before we start recording. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, welcome back. We watched the third Police Academy film. Uh, As I said, I am Jeff, your host. And again, joining me for yet another one of these fantastic movies is Chris Schultz. Hello, Chris. Hello. Hello, Internet. It's, It's good for you to be back with us. I was attempting... To actually do a uh, a normal intro there, and the motorcycle gang drove by <laughs> and just completely threw me off my uh, game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doesn't take much. It does not take much. I'm I am I am literally distracted by this coffee that you could not hear me drink because that's embarrassing. Anyway, so we watched the third Police Academy film, yes. and right off right off the bat, I need to say something. Okay, I realized this. About two-thirds of the way through the movie, mm-hmm. I actually have no idea what happens in the Miami one, because everything that happened in this movie, I swear happened in that one. Like, the 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 ending, the whole, like, jet ski thing, yes. all of the gags that's in this movie, I swear was the Miami yep. one. And I, I'm like, oh, oh, no, it's not. I have, okay, I have no idea what happens in the Miami one. And I'm very intrigued now <laughs> because I want to know what I forgot. <laughs> but this movie, um, <coughs> your, your initial thoughts about the third one. So we came off the second one. Yep. Second one was okay. It was, it was kind of the same, but This different. one brought me back in. Yes. This I, one was good. I, I was laughing. Uh, so much more than at the second one. And it really is, it, it brings it, everything we complained about on the second one, mm-hmm. it fixed in oh, this yes, one. Oh, yes, it did. Yep. It, it absolutely fixed. It goes back a lot of the formula of the first one and what worked well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and pounded that in. Yes. And it was it was so much better than two. So I really much enjoyed two. this one, which I guess maybe makes me wonder if that's the reason why I remember this one so much. Because... It was a, it was like the next good one after mm-hmm. the first one, and maybe and we must we must have just I must have watched it all the time then because I everything everything that happened I went yes I remember that I started making a list and then I just stopped halfway through of all the things that of you all remember? the things that I remembered like um, Sweet Chuck driving down the street on his moped and the cars stacked behind him, Lestard mm-hmm. um, rolling sideways when he's talking to the original <laughs> like in his chair, uh, Michael Winslow doing the beatboxing while he's walking behind the new recruits in and just like. The lying taxi meter. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't lie. Look at the taxi meter. It's broken. It's a lie. It's a lying taxi meter. Like, just that, all all of that stuff. I'm like, I remember every <laughs> single one of these gags. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized I, I have no idea what happens in the future movies. Because well, apparently, this is good, this is though, like, right? This is oh, good. This was, this was fantastic. Like I, it, it brings you back because it's like, I was, I was almost dreading these because <laughs> they're I, so bad. I, I remembered. One being so good, and mm-hmm. one is fantastic. One is still the best. And then two, it was just so 
bad. So bad towards that I was just like, oh my gosh, what are these others going to be like? And, and now that we've had part three, mm-hmm. where it's a it's a it's an entry that we do in fact enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it it's it definitely fell into that that style of uh, or that 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 uh, not trope, but that like history of trilogies. At this point, you look at it just as a trilogy, yep. where the first one came out, it was a hit, it was a success. They then immediately started making a part two where they're like, we should change it, but we're going to own, you know, it's still kind of the same stuff. But we're going to change it just to make it, you know, keep mm-hmm. evolving the story. And nobody like, like, it was like, it's just not as good. And then the third one, they went, okay, we have to go back to what made the first one good. First one good. Yep. And then the third one comes out good. And this has been <laughs> an ongoing discussion because that's, you could argue that like the diehard movies did that, mm-hmm. but also didn't like. Part one, great film. Part two, a lot of the same, but in just a different location. And then, but also they tried changing it too much. And then part three came out and they're like, no, no, no. New plot, but we have to go back to what made the first one good. And that's exactly what the Police Academy films did. Yep. You know, up to this point. Yes. Um, There's four more to go. Oh my goodness, four more. I just, I, well, it's nice that we had like another little peak. Like yes. we, we hit the mountaintop with the first one. We slid down into the valley for the second one. We've climbed back up a little bit we for have. three. We three, have. Is, three is a nice jog I'm, we're, up. We're close to the peak. Yeah, we are. Like, three was solid. Three was solid and funny. Yep. And there was, they, 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 they definitely did a really good job at giving screen time to yes. all the characters that they introduced without making it too deep or too focused on a particular one. Yep. Like in the last one with, um, not Hightower, sorry. Hooks. Um, uh, Tackleberry. Uh, Tackleberry. Oh my goodness. I always go to Hightower for Tackleberry. It's not. But I know it's not Hightower at least. <laughs> um, but like with Tackleberry, like they focused too much on him yep. in the last one. This one they didn't. They went back to it's an ensemble film. Yep. Let's get us back at the uh at the at the uh you know at, at the at the police academy itself. Mm-hmm. Let's reintroduce that there's another bad guy, which is um uh what is it, Rouser? Mauser. Mauser. Which we have to talk about that. Why he has a police academy? That's a lot has happened since the last movie mm-hmm. came out, which is kind of weird. Um, but like, like, yeah, they got us back to what made the first police academy good. Yep. And I completely, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every moment of this. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So basically, I suppose we should talk about that really briefly because I know we did not really do this in the last uh, episode. What the plot of this film is? Oh yes. Because we kind of negated that in the last one, and I'm like, well, there was a very weak plot in the last one. This one is classic 80s yes. plot. Classic. Very. I mean, this could be to ski resorts. It could be to to whatever. And this was a common thing in a lot of 80s <laughs> and early 90s movies, and I've never understood no. well, why. I, it's I, almost like a TV show plot, Almost, kind of. yeah. But let's take one step back. One step back. This does not meet Dan Casey's definition of an 80s comedy. It does not. And I'm very upset about that. It gets close. It does get close. It gets close because Callahan definitely is not wearing a bra for 90% of the film. <laughs> Trust me, I was watching. Uh, <laughs> you know, a quick comment. Glad she's back. Uh, she wasn't <laughs> in the last one. <laughs> Hi, I'm a guy. I can't help it. Um, she's definitely not wearing a bra. There is definite jokes about boobs. Yes. You know, especially with the, uh, the Korean uh, cadet. Oh, I had his name written down. Was it like Natag or something like that, or something like that? Yeah. Um, but like uh, he, like he makes uh, 
Logata. Sorry. Logata. Logata. Um, <laughs> his, his real name is Brian, which I just get a kick out of that. Uh, also very racially stereotypical 80s we, we, character. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that Some later. light racism. <laughs> Slight racism. Um, but... Uh, yeah, like him, his, his, some of those comments. Oh, and that was another thing. I wrote down a quote because, um, like, I, this is how much I was enjoying it. And it's after he, it's after uh, Nataga, uh, Nagata talks to Callahan in the gymnasium. And he's just staring at her breasts the entire time. And uh, he miss, he says boobs instead of sword. And he goes to Mahoney and he's like, I said bosom, not sword. And Cal- uh, Mahoney's response back sounds like a common mistake. I just, I laughed. I paused the movie because I went, yep, this is what I missed from the last yes. one. It's those just, like, that makes no sense. Is that you or is that me? I don't know. That's embarrassing. We should turn off our phones. We should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I like so. Yeah, it doesn't. It does not meet Dan Casey's seal of approval. I do know there's at least a scene. It has to be maybe in the next one with Callahan and a pool. And that's as much as I remember. <laughs> that will be close enough, and we'll talk about that once we get there. So. So the, the basic plot, the basic plot yes, of this movie plot? is that the city needs to close down one of its two police academies. Which is, okay, yep. It was so gun-ho in the first one about, right. let's get as many people going, and now it's like, ah, uh, we don't have enough money to keep that going. So they need to close one, so they're gonna be, there's going to be a competition. There's a committee that is looking at each of them, and there's, there's a competition between the two, and you have Commandant Lassard. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of uh, bringing in all of his favorite recruits from number one, and now they're instructors. <laughs> and Mauser, the bad guy from number two, yep. suddenly being promoted to his own police academy with Proctor. What happened? What happened? Well, he obviously did not get ahead of the precinct. No. So he looked for a job somewhere else, and Do there th- happened to be an opening at the academy. And then he just brought Proctor along with him, which I feel Why like not? I feel like that's Mauser's first mistake. Like, why the hell he even brought Proctor? Because Proctor is nothing but a bumbling idiot. Supposedly was supposed to be played by Bill Paxton. I heard that originally, as well. which I thought was kind of interesting, and I went, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I could see that." But at the same time, no, I don't, because the, the actor who plays him, I went, "Yeah, no, that works." Like, I know he's another one of those 80s actors that you yep. just kind of saw in everything. And yep. generally played the idiot, buffoon, sidekick-esque character, so. Um, so, well, anyway, that's the basic plot. That's the basic plot. And, yeah, that's the, that's the plot that we were discussing that is very <laughs> much so the 80s trope mm-hmm. uh, plot line of just, like, normally of comedies, like screwball comedies or anything yep. like that, where it's, it is that whole, like, two competing things like you said fraternities uh ski resort yeah it's very much so yeah it's yeah it's that same story uh arc and then generally like the bad the the bad one of the two because we always have one that we're rooting for the bad one tries to sabotage the good one Mm -hmm. and comes out ahead briefly but then something happens at the end that makes the good one that we root for win it's the same plot but do you think it works in this movie? Absolutely. Yeah, like it works. You went, yeah, yep. okay. Yeah, this is exactly my, my deep down what part three or part two should have been movie plot. Like, oh, they all get kicked out. Yeah, that, no, that would not work. This is the type of plot that these movies need. Just yep. goofy, like... Very thin plot that you can just throw the characters at mm-hmm. and just say, go for it. Mm-hmm. And I just love... So So the the plot is pretty much... 
completely written out within the first like five minutes of the film. Like you know the entire plot of the film within the first five minutes. And I absolutely loved when so it's Lassard with Jones and, and all the other people, Matt Mahoney, yep. they're all just sitting there like, what are we gonna do? And someone says, We need to get Mahoney. <laughs> And then they all kind of turn, yes, Mahoney! Yeah, because he's the one that's going to save them. <laughs> right. <laughs> and what was Mahoney doing? Was I almost didn't think he was a police officer anymore because he was teaching, like he was the coach of a girls' basketball team. Yeah, like I don't know if he does that on his side. Yeah, like, <laughs> like which, I mean, that is I'm, in character. And I don't think it's girls. I think that's women. Okay, sorry. Let's be specific. Yeah. Like women. college age women. College age women. Mahoney's not that much of a creep. Um, and he's not that much of a coach. That is also very much true. Um, which I would love to know how he got that job. And also how those women think he is helping them at all. Unless right. they don't. And they know what is up. And maybe he's a really good coach. Mahoney. In bed. <laughs> what was that? Nothing. Anyways, but it seemed so just... It was like, okay. Speaking of Mahoney, he's barely in the first 40 minutes of this movie. Did you notice that? Yeah. Like he, because I was sitting, I was sitting watching it and I was enjoying it. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. I almost didn't care that Mahoney wasn't in it because the rest of the movie was good. Mm-hmm. But like I'm watching it. I'm like, I haven't seen Ma- Like I think it was right before they got to the, um, the ball or the, 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 the party where all, like all the, the, all of them are there and, um, and, uh, uh, Proctor is, you know, naked upstairs in the hallway. But like that whole sequence, it was when I realized I'm like Mahoney hasn't been in this this much. It's been all the other characters, mm-hmm. and I could see like how they were already kind of. He was already kind of no longer the main character. Like he, I feel like he was more of the main character in the first two. Obviously, yeah. with like the end of the last one, because he was the one that went he undercover. Was the one, right. But, like, this one came around, and it almost felt like they were trying not to let him be the main character anymore. And, like, no, he still is. He still leads, especially the end yep, action scene. Absolutely. He is very much so. Uh, and he has love interest in this one. Yes, he does. Which doesn't seem to be as over the head, like, beating you over the head. I felt like they were, like, this was the abridged version of his love interest with Kim mm-hmm. Cattrall in the first one. It's like, oh, hey, look, we need another blonde lady to show up at the training, right, camp, another uh, training attractive, facility. Another attractive blonde who... Who, yeah. yeah. But it, this really was a... <laughs> it, the first half of this movie did very much so feel like a remake of the first one. Because now you had um, the bumbling idiot character and oh, his wife... completely recreating that. That exact bit. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep, the <laughs> same exact bit. Now it's with the wife passing the rich guy now mm-hmm. going to the police academy, who really isn't developed at all. At but, all. But he's... The rich guy. <laughs> he has maybe three gags in the whole movie. Yep. That's one of them. The second one is when he shows up and he gets uh, Hightower to... He thinks the Hightower is his valet. Right. And then he's in the barroom scene when Mahoney tapes uh, Mauser's eyes shut. And... I think he's at the end, too. I, I think, think he, he's I at think, the end? I think he's got an important part at the end. Because <laughs> he's at the party. He's, he's the one that was assigned to the party. Okay. Okay. So he's the See, one that calls it in at the end. I don't even remember that. Yeah, because he was like mixing, because this was like his crowd now, so he could mix in. That makes sense. Where the uh, Mauser recruits were like right by the governor. Yep. 
Okay, that, got, that that makes sense. I I see. I yeah. I lost track. Well, I, he was very just. Yeah, I didn't. I don't even know his name. I I don't. His like what his character's name was. Yeah. Like let alone his real name. It, I mean, it doesn't. matter. It's probably somebody that we actually know, and we're like, oh, that was who that mm-hmm. was. <laughs> but no, it, it, it was. <coughs> it was. Um, yeah, like I just and that's and again maybe that's where then maybe that's where this like why I, why I enjoyed this movie so much because. Yeah, they did lift a lot of gags from the first one out, but it was it was like it was like going home. Like, <sighs> oh yes, that was funny that time. It's still funny actually this time. It's nice that it's going back to this and we're not in some weird gritty downtown everyday city, which right. by the way we're discussing that. This is not in LA. <laughs> so that skyline is not Los Angeles. <laughs> so the, the other the other thing that I I liked about this is the return of Copeland and Blanks. Yes, yes, that was my first note. I was yeah. like, oh, they're back. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're the foils of the first one. They're not the main bad, mm-hmm. but they're the foils. To, you know, and they're back as foils, <laughs> except for this time, working for Mauser, right, and not Lieutenant Harris. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which I still kind of. Ah oh, man, like I feel like Harris would have just been better. Though the the actor who plays Mauser and the character of Mauser is still fun because he is still the bad guy that mm-hmm. you know the bad guy police officer and he's kind of goofy and but he very much so is Harris and I feel like it would have just it would have made more sense if it was Harris. Yeah, Actually, well, I think I think he's back next film. The next one, right? Yep. It would have made more sense for Harris to have had. His own police academy. Absolutely, I agree. That's what he's been doing for the last couple years was that he got, you know, he got promoted or he went on and he got his own academy. And that's also why he would have called in Blanks and Copeland to come back because he worked for them. Like that to me makes more sense. You know, and that would also give him a bigger stake in why he wants to bring down Lassard's uh, police academy because he finally has his own and, you know, like... All the crap, like especially like Mahoney and all of them, like all the crap they did to me, like that would have been. Better we are motivation. dissecting the police academy <laughs> plot line, uh-huh. but that would have made more sense. It would have made more sense. Mauser is a good bad guy. He's a he's very much a good proxy. Yep. Like I'm but, okay with it. But yeah, I, I I agree, and I don't know why Harris wasn't brought in on this one. Maybe they had a two picture deal with the actor. Might have. Well, on this one and the fourth one. I do know I was reading like they were originally were planning to shoot them back to back. So like they already knew they were making another one after this one. But that's possible that um they were maybe they just maybe he or had Harris a contract wasn't available. Or he wasn't available. Maybe he was off doing some one. other stuff. Um yeah, cuz Jerry Paris, so the the director of this film is the same one of the last one. Right. Um this is the one he died shortly after Right this after one. this one. Um <clears throat> he's in it. Mhm. Because he's the, uh, the, 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 priest the priest. In the, uh, in the police line. Yep. Um, also, I didn't realize this until after the movie got done. His son's in it. His son is um, uh, the, the, the one that joins the police squad, or the, the police academy, this one, that was in the last one, was the sister, or what? sorry, was the brother. Oh, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Callahan's brother-in-law. Yeah. Callahan. Tackleberry. Tackleberry. Oh, my goodness. I'm never going to remember Tackleberry's name, ever. Um, it's Tackleberry's brother-in-law, but that's Jerry Paris's actual son in You're real life. You're just thinking of the same thing as uh, hey, I can't help Brian it. Toshi's character. It's, it's it's bosoms. It's Callahan's bosoms. <laughs> I cannot help it. Okay? Like, it's 80s boobs. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> and we just lost five followers. Anyways. Um, 
<laughs> we had that many? This is, uh, we had six when we started, and now we're down to one. Yeah, hi, Aaron. <laughs> Thomas isn't even listening anymore. Um, <laughs> um, no, so there, there was definitely... Um, I'm trying to remember. Also, like, can, can we, okay, we should talk about the ending of this too. I know we're kind of jumping around a little bit, but the ending of this, it, it, it's it's interesting because it's like it's almost it's very um, late '70s, early '80s James Bond ending. So I and that, so what, one note I had. Okay. One note I had. Let me get to it quick. Because it's just like, and it also, I'm not going to lie, it kind of comes out of nowhere. I guess, though, the ending of the last, uh, not the last one, but of the first one kind of came out of nowhere with it being a riot that just erupts in like right. five minutes. But this one is just like, this is this is where we were going? We were going to like this speedboat chase? So this was, yeah, reminiscent of a James Bond speedboat. You had the, the speedboat from Live and Let Die. Yes. And then it was also kind of a preview of the Pierce Brosnan one. I forget which one that was, because oh. they had a lot of the same stunts, and I like I was watching this going, this is like this, this is, is like a, a preview of that James Bond boat. This is a low, like a lower budget, but still done very well, considering yep. this is a comedy, you know, right. from the eighties. It's a lower budget James Bond action sequence. Yeah, like it was well done. Oh, it was very well done. That's another one. Uh, Michael Winslow's character going under the water and doing the whole submarine. Yes. I'm like, I remember that one too. <laughs> like, yeah, what? I think even again, the water in Miami to the... Is it Miami, Ohio? Is that... It's, maybe it is. Maybe yeah. <laughs> I literally know nothing of what happens in Miami. <laughs> it's going to be just like, oh, this is... It'll be like watching it for the first time. Right. I will lit, have no idea what happens in it. No, but the ending of it is... It's, it's so interesting. So... so so, because uh, I don't actually know what happened. So I missed like two minutes of the movie. Like something just blew past me. It, it's amazing. You missed two minutes of, of a Police Academy 3 movie and I have no idea I what's going no on. I have no idea. I'm like, they're just suddenly Oh my God, now. this plot is so... <laughs> it's so convoluted. It's All right. so detailed oriented. So the ending yep. is that the... And, and this was another great thing. The main, main, main bad guy from the first one comes back to this one. Yes. And he is the main, main, main bad guy in this one, too. Which is... And he decides to lead his crew to steal from this rich crowd's party and kidnap the governor. Which is literally nothing that has been set up. Like, that that plot line was never set up. But we're not following the bad guys, though, so we don't know. That is true. But I feel like nowadays they would have established that. Oh, yeah, we would have met the bad guy well before. You would have understood his motivation and all that. Which was something... We haven't talked about the fact that Bobcat Goldthwait is back in it again as I was wondering. 23 minutes. 23 minutes. It's been in the back of my head, but we just keep talking about other things. Real quick. But he's in it again as Zed. And I just... Oh, God, I love it. The the taping the flashlights to the dog bit. Like, I remember that. That was that. That was really good. But, like, he's in it, and he's great, and he's perfect. And, of course, he rooms with Sweet Chuck. Because, like, he has to. Which I... It's just awesome. But like um, the uh, Bobcat Goldthwait said that he actually tried getting them to change the ending because he thought that the bad guys of the ending should have been like one of the bad guys that they are like the, like uh, like one of the gangs briefly and just a scene that you saw earlier in the film mm-hmm. because very much so like what we were just saying like they should have introduced those characters and not just had it be like oh here's the second half like it's almost like it was a like well he is in the lineup. He is in the lineup. He is he is in the lineup where the priest gets fingered because right. it's like 
don't worry, the lights are off, they can't see you, and someone turns on the lights. Of course. And so the guy changes from him, the criminal, and points to the, the, the priest then. That's <laughs> so awesome. Anyways, but, back but to the end. Anyway, yeah. anyway, so then, then um, uh, because he was mixing in the crowd instead of just being right by the governor, he didn't get knocked out. The one rich cop mm-hmm. that's part of Mahoney's crew calls in help. Because he sees, he looks in the kitchen and he sees, oh my gosh, something's happening. He calls them in. They rush in. Mauser does not. Uh, He kind of hesitates and only goes in later when he can't get to the marina where the the people are. Right. So it's Mahoney and his crew, Lassard's crew, essentially, that rescues the governor. And this is why their academy is still open. In the most 80s action (coughs) sequence possible. With the speedboat, with jet the skis, illegal jet skis, mind you. These really? are the old stand-up ones. Oh yeah, that they've banned now because they're pretty dangerous. I was gonna say I, I, and that was and that was my last question was: Are jet skis still a thing? Because no one jet really skis talks are. About yeah, jet I mean, skiing. you can still ride them. Are they the ones that are just like the normal? Sit-down? Yeah, it's like Almost it's like, like a, like a snowmobile, snowmobile on okay. on water. Okay. Um, See, I guess okay. So I have seen yeah, jet skis, but. Those yeah. are still out there, but the stand-up ones? The ones where you have are... to, like, crouch when you when yep. they all take off, and then you stand up? Yep. Like, I, it's so 80s. It's such I an just, 80s I thing. Just like to, let's all race there. Hey, good thing we have these police academy wetsuits. Wetsuits? <laughs> on underneath our uniform, apparently. You always wear a... You always, that's, that's part of the regulation outfit, is to wear your police academy wetsuit right. under your outfit. Absolutely. Under your, your Why wouldn't you? Hey, you never know when a flood's going to happen, and now you're prepared. Right. But people still know you're a police officer. Mm -hmm. So in the panic of a Noah's Ark-esque flood, people know who the cops are. That's true. That's exactly what it is. And they'll stay dry and comfortable Mm -hmm. underneath. And their hats will just have those little plastic baggies over top of them (laughs) that they always wear. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Just that. Um... No, but the, I mean the ending. The ending was done very, very well. Uh, it was. It's funny because you still have you have the action moments in it, and they cut in very well with the bits of comedy, like mm-hmm. Michael Winslow's character going underwater. I love that his his character is able to like basically bend the rules, like bend physics. <laughs> right. <laughs> like how was he able to dive on a jet ski? It doesn't matter. It's funny. That's all. But then you had uh, Mauser and uh, Proctor in the <laughs> where they got a freaking canoe from and why like they think that's gonna be able to capture the bad guys. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's just funny. Well, it's they're, cartoon. They're, they're desperate at that point because they know they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose otherwise, and and they get uh, they they you know, and of course they get their comeuppance by being you know knocked over twice in the water. Okay, right. that's good. And then uh, ending with the uh, yeah no the, the boat chase sequence was real, was was funny it was awesome it ended up with them oh yeah crashing the boat into like a side of another building yep. where there was a ton of other people apparently already and like just I don't know it was it I, <laughs> I <sighs> well and you also had in that ending scene you had a preview of like the inspiration maybe for Rush Hour oh when you had Michael Winslow's character and Brian Toshi's character. Like wow, that's thin, man. <laughs> hey, I saw that, and thirteen years beforehand. Thirteen years beforehand, I think Rush Hour was ninety nine, wasn't it? That inspired Rush Hour <laughs> with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. The only difference, um, 
half of each crew could act. Right. Better. I just hit the microphone. Um, yeah, no, it's... Oh, I'm sorry. I just keep getting the T. There's a TV show for Rush Hour? Yeah, it was just canceled. I didn't even know that was out. I didn't even. Or know either that. that or just out, or it, it just. I thought. I thought it just got. But anyway. Wow. Sorry. Distraction. Yes. Um, that doesn't count towards the rush hour trilogy that you need to do with oh, Aaron Williams. That's right. It does not count because we're not doing TV shows. Right. <laughs> if we did, we'd be going at this for a couple more years. Oh my goodness. Um, or we would just go. Here's an episode dedicated to the entire TV show and all the animated episodes. The live action and then animation would be separate. Oh my goodness, no. We then the not. radio show would be a completely different one. That is not happening. <laughs> it is so not happening. <laughs> but no, I mean, uh, it all the rounds for about a half hour. All around the movie, it, it this was it was a very enjoyable entry into it. Mm-hmm. I would definitely watch part one. And then just skip to part three. Oh yeah, I, there's no reason to ever watch part two ever no, again. No, because and because the only and and you could you could argue the only reason why you would would be because it introduces Mauser and Proctor. But but, but the, there's confusion in this one too. If you look at that one, because like you said before, the plot point. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mauser may have always. Oh, you know, if you go one to three, Mauser may. Have, have already had, had yeah, he always had the other academy. He's, he is literally the Lissard of right. this other academy. Because there's no reference point to mm-hmm. that. There's no reference that these cadets worked for Mauser right. at one point. There's nothing like that. Nope. So you won't get confused. If you watch one to three, skip two, it probably, you know, plot-wise, it, it makes more sense. probably would actually make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we've already discovered that story-wise, you could just remove part two of this franchise. Yes. We don't. We don't need that one anymore. As much as it was awesome seeing, uh, was it uh, Howard Hessman? Yep, guy from number WKRP two. and two. Yep. Um, again, that's how I know him. Uh, and the cop from the end of Clue. Anyways, uh, as much and head of the class, uh, <laughs> we're just rehashing. Hey, look, we're doing what these movies did. We rehashed the last. Right, one. we're bringing in our jokes from the last uh, one. Hey, they were so good the first <laughs> time. Why not a second time? Um, as, as as awesome as it was seeing him, it's like, yeah, okay, like you, yeah, you don't miss anything. I do like that they do go to that precinct though. Mm-hmm. They for, do because you know, that's yep. where the police lineup is. Which yep. I'm like, okay, that's kind of fun that they did <coughs> go back there, but you don't see Lassard there. You don't, or right? That Lassard, Howard Hesman's Lassard. Um, you don't see that. Like, there's no other connection except for they're at the same precinct for 30 seconds for that gag, and then they're out again, and that's it. Um, I'm trying to go through my notes real quick just to see if there's anything else. So I, we've, I, we've actually hit a lot of the stuff I wanted to talk about in record-breaking time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's a couple more things I liked, um, and, and just the story behind it. Yep. Hightower going undercover <laughs> as a woman. <laughs> as a woman. <laughs> so they did not tell him he was going to dre- put on a dress and a wig mm-hmm. until the day of filming, and they asked mostly because he probably would say. Hell no. <laughs> and they, they asked him to sh- if he wanted to shave his mustache as well. And he said no to that, which is awesome because it makes it funnier when that, you see him. That is actually so much funnier that he is like, he really didn't try. It's right. almost what this costume is. It's like, you still have your full blown mustache. You right. I mean, bother. it's like, it's like, okay, you know, in, in, if we were looking at reality, like putting hooks out there would, would made a lot more sense. Yeah. Than, than him, but it's it's that's hilarious that he's just in there, and I love that story that they didn't tell him, they didn't tell him, they didn't tell Bubba Smith until that day, 
would you want to tell Bubba no, Smith like no, days I would, in advance? I would not want to be the PA to go in there with, here's your costume, Mr. Smith. And then quietly shut the door and just right, walk right, away. Run, run. <laughs> run. Run very quickly away <laughs> to get away from Bubba Smith. There are witnesses. There are witnesses. <laughs> there are witnesses. All right, uh, Mr. Paris, um, I will tell Bubba Smith that he has to wear the dress. You need to be in the room with me as well as every other crew member. <laughs> Because he's probably going to try to kill me. Just, 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 I need there to be witnesses around me, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then no one shows up. <laughs> so, yeah, I love that gag. And it's a nice way to, like, right away just kind of tell everyone this is not going to be like number two where it was centered on Mahoney. Everyone's going to have their own thing. Hooks had it an expanded role, which was great. Mm-hmm. She said more than, like, her two lines. Though she did still say, don't move, dirtbag. She does. <laughs> I think that's her catchphrase That now. is her catchphrase. So she has to say it. <laughs> um, but she, she had more, uh, she did have more lines and a little bit more development, which was nice. Mm-hmm. And I d- I'm glad that they definitely did, <clears throat> as we discussed in the beginning, I'm glad that they, to- they toned... Or they they, they, they they reined in the whole focusing on one or two people yep. and went back to, let's just, everybody equal parts. Yep. Everybody has at least one or two moments. That's yep. it. Because I'm glad they didn't focus too much on Tackleberry again. Yeah. Because he's not an interesting character. No. Well, and really, but, his story technically is kind of was kind of done with the last yep. one. It's like, oh, he found somebody. He got married. Great. Okay. Just, we're, we're, we're still assuming he's married, obviously. Yep. Because... I mean, his in-laws are, well, and his brother-in-law is there and all that stuff. So, like, okay. Like, yep. just moving on. Great. Don't have, don't have to worry about that anymore. And she's not even in this movie. Nope, she is she's not. She's completely gone. But she comes back in, like, I think she's in the next one or something like that. Oh, I, well, she we'll comes see. back. Are you sure? I know she comes back. Okay. I do know that. You this... also said jet skis were in Miami. Well, I was and also, you said, like, I know six. that. I know that. I did not say that. <laughs> Uh, let's oh, go back. Can I quietly we... said that. Where's the? No, PA? you're not gonna play that. Oh. That I have ultimate control of the editing. <laughs> I'm actually gonna cut out that entire portion where I didn't realize. You're gonna go all back. This was in. You're gonna three. go retro it. I'm gonna go retcon you're, you're, my own story. You're gonna George Lucas it. Uh, Chris, I don't know what you're talking about. I totally knew all of the stuff that happened in this movie mm-hmm. happened in part three, mm-hmm. and I totally know what happens in part five. Mm-hmm. And these are going to turn into police squads that we're doing now. Yes. Set up. Okay. <laughs> That's a franchise that can be done. Um, the Naked Gun movies. Yep. <laughs> Damn it, I want to do Police Squad, though. Oh, crap. Okay, I can't do that because it's a TV show. Doesn't matter. Uh... <laughs> See, that's your next podcast, Series Schmeries. Series Schmeries? Yeah. Where we just dissect TV shows? Yep. Episode shmep episodes. Oh, you're just trying to make this difficult for anybody to say. As it was, franchise schmanchise took a long time for me to learn how to say. I still can't say it. Episode episode. That's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's where we dissect entire series of shows. Mm-hmm. Our first series will be Unsolved Mysteries. Which was on for sixty-seven years. No, we're um, that's horrible. Sixty minutes. Sixty minutes. Um, yeah, we're gonna pick the longest possible show. <laughs> that's the one I would pick. Let's pick Gunsmoke. Let's just pick Gunsmoke. That was on for fifteen Simpsons. years. Oh, there you go, Simpsons. Yes, one episode per episode. <laughs> Let's start that out, shall we? No, <laughs> people are gonna be like, so this is just a Simpsons podcast, <laughs> right. right? This is not even a. You're never gonna get done with this. All right, so let's end. Break. Anyways, end break. Yep. Um, that was from our sponsor. Episode from episode. Episode from episode coming soon in 2019 when we're done with this podcast. Uh, so, so um, another thing that I thought was fun is like the what was what were the two academies actually competing 
against each other at. Because there was like a boxing match. Yeah, it was kind of there was ambiguous. Like, yeah, there was the 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 you know like the committee breaking up and meeting with the different people and. Zed's old gang kidnaps him and the one person, and the like, old lady, and he's like, oh, I have some fun. And <laughs> The weird thing is, is they were never, you never saw, besides the boxing match, I felt like you never saw them competing against each other on equal was there playing like a, grounds. Was there like a dance-off or something at the one party? Like, were they like having something there? I don't know. See, like that whole scene, oh, and that song they break into and sing halfway through the movie? At that party, I was like, "What? What is? What is going? Wait a minute! What is happening? Why are they singing? Like that confused me so much." Mm-hmm. But but and like why and why why were yeah why were the uh, the 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 um oh my goodness I'm spacing on the word the people there committee the committee why was the committee at this party. Yeah. What, what what was this showing? Just sitting there watching. Yeah. They Sh- were showing that well this one police squad of police academy was is having fun, is talking, is socializing, is is being upbeat and the other one is all just sitting there oh, psychos staring in their little Nazi uniforms. <laughs> right. Like it's like what why? Like how is that that's <laughs> Chris, I'm not going to lie. I feel like this competition not quite fair. No. Just throwing that out there. Kind of feel like it's not fair. I also kind of feel like Lassar, not Lassar, but Mauser's plan, or Proctor, or one of those guys, bad guys' plan of like taking the, uh, getting the recruits of uh, Lassar's Academy like in the field two weeks earlier. Like, how the, the, they're not going to like downgrade them because somebody made a mistake and took them out too soon, are they? Unless that was what, okay, never mind. I talked myself out of it. Point invalid. I was lawyered. Moving on. Like you lawyered yourself. Mm-hmm. Boom. Lawyered. Me. Did it. Uh, self-lawyered. High five. So, <laughs> right. I mean, but, but, but again, I mean, you know, it's, I, and I think we've talked more plot with we this have, one than so any weird. of the others. Which is so weird. But at the same time, it's kind of fun. Because, like, I kind of like dissecting the plot of this one. <laughs> well, it's, it, it is, I mean, it's a fun standard 80s trope. Like, mm-hmm. whatever 80s movies that you do... In the future, with other people, yep. This, you know, comedy-wise, this is going to be. This is going to show up at some point yep. too. It has to. It will. Like, and that's and that's again, that's the fun of this podcast too, because we've I've already seen some things that are similar just between Die Hard and Police Academy. We are still three more years, two more years before Die Hard comes out, because this came out in '86. Yep. So Die Hard was the it was like the attempt at taking the cop. Like action movie, <laughs> like well, not not an attempt. They changed the action it's genre, mixing the two genres yes. together. Yes, because it, it's because Die Hard is a very funny movie. It's very funny, but at the same time, it's also very actiony. Whereas like this is just straightforward comedy. With yep. this is still the <coughs> screwball comedy uh, of the eighties, like Porky's and stuff, just less nudity, which I'm slightly disappointed in. Well, it's not um, a it's not a true 80s comedy. This is this is very true. Like I said, it gets very close. It has an honorable mention. Yeah, that, I mean that's like honorable mention in the Darwin Awards means you survived. Okay. I'm okay with that. So, I mean uh, <laughs> but by how much and how big? No, not going there. So, um all right, so uh we're 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 nearing the end here. Mm-hmm. Um having watched this film, so I know the last movie 
we said we would not have wanted a sequel. Correct. Right. We were both on board with that, I believe. Yep. Um, this time around, so so okay, so in a in a world where we didn't know there was another one coming out, and okay, we didn't want a part three. Here's part three. Would we have gone to see this? Probably not. Or would not we? right away. I mean, for a movie like this, I probably would have waited to see reviews. Gotcha. You know, and and to hear other people see it. Like, um, I would compare this to Hangover Part Three. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. I saw the first one. I saw the second one. I did not see the third one. Right. Because I just waited to hear people. I'm like, second one disappointed me. So I'll just wait. I don't want to. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not we'll going to. I'll see it later, maybe, if it comes out on video. Like that right. my, that mentality of like, yep. I'll wait till it comes in on video. But if enough people that I know and trust were like, no, 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 this is good. You should see it. I, I, I would have gone. I would have gone. Would and then so we we both obviously really enjoyed this one yes. almost as much as the first one. Yep. Would you have wanted a sequel now? Yes. Okay. Why? Just because it was so much fun again? Yeah, it's so much fun again, and it's like okay, they figured out what they did wrong in the second one. Mm-hmm. Now and they, they know what it. they're doing. They, now they acknowledged know what, it, right? Yep. So yeah. now now they're 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 back. You know they're going back to 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 form of the first one. But then, what would the next one have been? Would it just be more new recruits and like? I don't know. I don't. I don't know where you would go with it because I would almost worry that they would go. Okay, we realized what we did wrong in the second one. Where the hell do we go with this now? Like, because because mm-hmm. I do feel like if if each movie. <laughs> Each subsequent movie was, oh, there's a new batch of recruits coming through. We have to find a reason why Mahoney and them come back and, like, where they're going to go next with it. Like, that that mentality, that is going to get old after a while. It, it will. It will. So you would they would have to ultimately go back to what they attempted to do with two, which mm-hmm. is focus on a couple characters, go in a different direction. Well, and so, so you figure that they have established, like, Sweet Chuck and uh, Zed. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have new characters that kind of have their own thing, too, that could, you know, you're not going to take focus away from the main core, but now you've added to that core right. two new characters. Um, you would argue better characters than in the past when they've attempted to yes. add to the core yep. team. Yep. I mean, better better than, uh, what, uh, uh, Fackler or whatever, too. Yeah. You, you definitely know. see, like, by this movie that they have really honed down on who the core characters yes. are. Because it's who they call to come back to hell, which is Mahoney and Hightower and Tackleberry and Hooks, uh, Hooks uh, and Callahan. Which Callahan was, I, I assume Callahan was just always at the training. Yep, that would, the, yeah. The academy. We, yep, she that's, never That's left. one way to explain it. Which is why you never saw her in the, in the second, second one. one. It's because, well, no, this is just, this is where she works. This yep. is her job. Um. But yeah, you, you, you definitely have that core group of people. Mm-hmm. And Michael Winslow's character, I keep forgetting him. Jones. Jones. Um, <clears throat> but like that's your that's your core, and they're they're trying to find new interesting characters. Mm-hmm. And I do I do feel like Zed definitely is a very interesting character that is definitely stuck around, but he needs somebody to play off of because he is so extreme. Yes, you need it's, someone on the other end of the spectrum right, where Sweet Chuck plays. Right. And Sweet Chuck is like the perfect like yang to his ying of just it's a person yeah who just who who hates who hates every like fiber in his body mm-hmm. but still is like willing to kind of work with him in some degree so like you find these interesting characters they're not they're not total cliches 
well, you know, like of the fat guy or right. of the womanizer. Like right. those are more broad cliches. Now it's like Zed, who is just batshit crazy. Like mm-hmm. there's something just not firing inside that head. But at the same time, the idea of like him taping the lights, like the flashlights of the dog, is actually a really good idea. Like, well, where the hell did that idea come right. from? That was brilliant. <laughs> like, oh, but that makes total sense. Like, you're not a complete idiot. So. So, so in one, the, the plot point that I think in one and three happened and not in two, the whole story was kicked off by either in the first one, the mayor and this one, the, the police chief, mm-hmm. just kind of stating this is what's going to happen. First one, we need more police officers, so we're going to get rid of any of the, um, you know, restrictions we've had in the past. Right. And this one, we need to close one of the police academies. So that kind of drives the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I could see the next one just, you know, that's the start of the formula. You have this outside party, which really has nothing to do with the entire plot, mm-hmm. except just kicking it off. Right. Just doing that, making some sort of statement. And do you think it would need to be something where the uh, the academy itself is potentially at stake? Could or be. is affected. Like, would it be? Would you want you it know, to be could, in the academy again? Could, I mean, it it could be. It could be Lassard. It could be like there. There could be parts of the academy. I think the academy works, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that needs to be a a, a character or a, or a point there because it definitely helped. Like, I did miss the academy mm-hmm. in the second one. Like, mm-hmm. the academy itself, the location is kind of its own character. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't. That sounds weirder. It's it's not as it's not its own character in the sense of like. House on Haunted Hill, where, like, the house is a character, like Evil Dead, where right. the cabin is the really, cabin. like, a character. Right. It's not in that to that degree, but you do miss, like, it's called Police Academy, and it didn't take place at the Academy. Right, like, right. What the hell, part two? <laughs> you gotta at least put the movie in the location that, yep. it's, that is in the name. So, yeah, it would have to be at the Academy. Yeah, and I, and I, I, I agree. So, sorry. Keep going. Unless you had nothing else. Was that it? Yeah, that's okay. That's all I that, had. That just kind of that kind of fizzled out. Yeah, you kind of stole my thunder. That's Thanks. my fault. Well, anyways, um, <gasps> you admit it today. Uh, today, yes. Last <laughs> night, not so much. When we were playing video games, it's not my fault. So, <clears throat> anyways, um, no, this one, this one was definitely very enjoyable. I would, I would agree with you in the sense of like, like having gone into it, I would have given it a chance. Going, all right. But if this one would have been just as bad as part two, nope. There's no way in hell I would have been. I would have wanted another oh, one because I'm like, no, because you guys are. We, you we were learn. done at two. Yeah, we were done at two. We were done at two. You give me another one that was just as bad as two. Yep. You, you are the franchise is like dead. I'm like, nope. It's just one movie. That's all that there is. It's yep. just the first one. Yep. And I would have walked, and I would have been done with it. Obviously, that's not what happened. The movie still was fairly successful. Yeah, and they made another one. Um, the next year, <laughs> yeah, they've they're they're this is this is uh, and I don't know if Porky's did this and the other like eighties franchise, but every year, every year, every year, they this had was one. the original Saw franchise where yeah. they just did one every Halloween. Like they pumped out another Saw movie. This is the exact same thing. And is this the last one? So the next one coming up, this is uh, the last Mahoney one. The next one should be, yes, because Mahoney is definitely in it, but I'm almost positive Assignment Miami Beach, he is not in. No, he is not in. 
So this will, our next one will be the last Mahoney. Do you think Mahoney's usage in this one, real quick, and then we'll, we're, we're going to talk mm-hmm. wrap up. Um, Mahoney's usage in this one, was it enough? Would you have liked more Mahoney? I, I think just the right amount of Mahoney because it allowed the other characters to breathe. Right. Right. We like weren't it, focusing on that one character yep. again, right? Right. Gotcha. I mean, he had a, a, a light enough love story to keep his character interesting as well from that viewpoint. He's not just, just <laughs> a smart him, Alex. They'll say to give him like a reason to be there, basically. Right. And to stick around. Because <laughs> yeah. he really has no reason to be there. <laughs> Which I do see why they, well, he, why he no longer is really a part of him after the next one. I feel like he's just like, eh, well, we kind of. Well, you kind of worn that. Plus, I'm I sure don't, he... I don't think it was their choice to not bring Steve Gutenberg back. I like to think it was. Yeah, uh, but I'm pretty sure Steve Gutenberg said, "I'm making two men and a two or three men and a baby money now. I think I can uh, move on." Um, I will. I, I, when we get to Miami Beach, we will talk about. Uh, Hashtag no Mahone. Yeah, we'll talk about hashtag no Mahone, and because uh, I do know there's some reasons why he didn't do it and all that stuff. Like, we'll get into that discussion. Oh yeah, when we hit it's, which is probably what part five is going to be. Uh, it'll basically basically just be us going. Okay, so this is actually what the plot was. I remember none of that, and this is why Mahoney isn't in the movie anymore because <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. It's called a silent Miami Beach. What do you want? They leave the academy. They leave. I don't. Is that the one that doesn't even have part five on it? I don't think so. They just. Like, I think they just started going to just yeah. naming. Well, then they titles. went six, and then Mission to Moscow, and oh, I love when movies mess with the naming convention. <laughs> Let's talk about one other one very briefly: the Fast and the Furious franchise. The Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast and the, the Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. I'm doing a lot of order, I think. But then, like, like, like Fast and Furious. What number is that? And then, like, The Fast and Furious. Like, I'm just, name your movies correctly. It drives me bonkers when they do Can't that. Can't wait till you do that series with Shank. Oh, my goodness. I like your assigning franchises to people. <laughs> they don't even have a say in it. Nope, this is it, guys. <laughs> Lindsay, you are now apparently doing the Fast and the Furious franchise with me. Enjoy. Anyways. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, that's, I, I would like to see another one. Um, of these of these films, I am looking forward to part four just to see if they yes. screw it up uh, or if they keep it going. Yes, you know, if they if they learn from their mistakes, I'm hoping that they learn from their mistakes. I'm I'm hoping that the one joke I'm still waiting for happens. It still, I, it still hasn't, hasn't happened. Yet? Still hasn't happened. So that means right. I watched at least four of these. <laughs> oh man, Ooh. I will laugh so hard if it's in Mission to Moscow. Like I, somehow it's like this like one joke that I remember. One, the one dirty secret that I've never shared with you. I've seen Mission to Moscow. You've actually, I um, I know I've seen it, but I've only seen. I swear, I I don't. I rem- I have like one scene that mm-hmm. I have in my head. I can't remember anything else from that movie, <laughs> so it's okay. All right, so next time. On this podcast, we will be watching the next entry. Because, guess what? Chris, Chris, guess what? What? There is another Police Academy film. What? I know, right? And it's not the Mission to Miami one. <laughs> um, Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol, came out the following year. It's, um, and uh, based upon the plot outline that IMDb just told me, it looks like it's retreading part two's ground. So. Uh... This is going to be kind of um, fun to see how our reactions differ <laughs> between this one and the next one. Yes. Um, if it's that bad, we'll just 
the the episode will just be two minutes long. It'll be me telling you to re-listen to episode two and just how crap that movie was. I, you know what you should do is just like, like just go through episode two, and every time we say two, pretend just, just re-put it in, like just, redub it as four. Yeah, like you and I will like say four <laughs> citizens on patrol and just like fit those in. Perfect. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, is there um, anything else you want to talk about about this film about uh, part three? Um, Before we wrap up, otherwise um, um, we can start outros. Yeah, why don't you outros. start? Outros. All right. Well, as as usual, everybody, you can definitely, if you wish to uh, uh, find me or talk to me, I'm on uh, I'm on the Twitters at Random Bell. Um, definitely, if you haven't liked our Facebook page, go to facebook.com/slash/franchman because that's where you get all the updates for when these episodes come out. I swear, I try to always post when the episodes come out. <laughs> I missed last weekend. I apologize. Um, only by a day. But uh, and also we are on iTunes and we are on Google Play. So if you have either an Android or an Apple device, you can definitely subscribe to the show on there to always get the episodes when they come out. Chris, where can people find you, or is there other stuff you wish to plug? Uh, well, on, on the Twitterverse, it's at Badger Colfax. Indeed. Um, you can find me on the Rewatchman, mm-hmm. which is on FirmamentFilms.com. Take a look at that, and it's our podcast. Um, we. We'll have something new. I'm looking at Jeff. Do I know about this? No, I'm just telling you right now, oh. with X-Men coming out, we oh, should do the yes. before and after. We should do the before and after. Um, we should really record it on an actual microphone. Well, I think it's fine. <laughs> That's my anal retentiveness, being like, oh it's, my gosh, the quality is horrible. It's, it's, it's we're doing? using a cell phone in a yeah, car on the way car. to get that immediate reaction. <laughs> and I think that's appropriate for it. I think it works. Um, I'm you can so also anal. F- you can find me at uh, Podcast Mania as well. That's the horror, that the horror franchise, that's, that's, or no, horror movie. That's, uh, that's the horror podcast. franchise. Yes, <laughs> it's a franchise itself. There's so many different. There's a point five and a deep cuts, and I don't know that's what just, all these are. That's ridiculous. But yes, yeah, yes, you of all people. Um, you can also find me on GhostHat.net. Mm. Um, Chris and Max review oh, movies. Yes, yes. So it's a new video cast, which I'm helping. I helped shoot yes. a handful of those episodes. I'm looking forward to the future episodes. <laughs> so they come out every two weeks with a new one coming out. Say uh, uh, this upcoming week, so last week for this show. Yes, last Wednesday. Because welcome to Saturday, Chris. Yes. <laughs> Happy Wait. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I thought you were busy today. Uh, I am releasing this episode. Oh, okay. Uh, duh. I mean, what are, you, what are you talking about? Whoops. This is awkward. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those come out on Wednesdays. Yes. Um, they're on the Ghost Hat. They will be on the Ghost Hat Net, Net website. Otherwise, they are on the Ghost Hat YouTube page right now, guaranteeingly. I haven't got a chance to get them on the, the website. Okay. That's that's my fault. But uh, just, uh, we'll, you know what we'll do, guys? On the Franchise Schmanchise Facebook, I will link to the Ghost Hat page. Yay. So that way you guys can see those. That way you, you have an easy way. So just... Go to facebook.com slash franchman. That link has probably already been up for like a week. Just click on it anyways, okay? Yes. Just do that. So Do it. Do it right now and subscribe because they're kind of do fun. It. They're two minutes. Like Actually, the outtakes are longer than the actual episode is. So yes. just, just watch. They're stupid fun five-minute videos. You'll enjoy them. We had fun making them. Yes, it was a lot of fun. I'm the voice, the disembodied voice in the background that you hear. <laughs> All right, Chris, with that, which by the way, we did in fact see the Blue Oyster Bar in this one. We Again, did. I liked the continual. I'm starting to wonder when they're just going to start using like footage from previous movies that they haven't used. 
They're getting so close to just doing that. <laughs> and this is our end music. It is. I wonder what the fascination with, like, the reoccurring gag. Like, why? Well, it's still 80s. Like, we, we did, we, we touched on it, but, like, this movie had the light race um, racism in it. Yes. Definitely um, did. You know, there's a little light homophobia, too. Like, like, being gay is funny. Well, with that, everybody, I will see you all next time on Franchise Franchise. Where we're going to watch more movies. Woo! Woo! It's fun. This is the most ridiculous part of the episode, actually. <laughs> well, see, you do it once, and it's funny. You do it a second time, it's still funny. And the third time, it's getting a little old, but now it's tradition. <laughs> we only have two more of these episodes, Chris. You know that, right? <laughs> What, there's seven. <laughs> we might group the last three. No Mahone, hashtag no Mahone all together? You know that. We might just do that. Uh, that means I have to watch all three of them, like, yes. together. It's okay. Your notes for all three of them together will be, like, sucks. Stupid. Hashtag no Mahone. That's a lot of notes for me. That is true. <laughs> this has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at www.ghosthat.net. <laughs> I like the ending. <laughs>